Anaya just walked. This was a phone call that I got back in 2011 when my daughter was one years old. She's now 12. I'm sitting at the cubicle. I literally have two computers on my desk. My boss is like over my shoulder. I'm trying to get the spreadsheet done, working this overtime hours. And I literally get a call. I answer the call. Anaya just walked. I miss my little girl, my firstborn. Take her first steps because I was stuck and chained to a cubicle. Such a crappy moment as a mother. See, I was a single mom. And so the only way I could make extra income was working more hours. And because I was the girl that was known as the party girl who hung out with gang members and who literally knew nothing about nothing and didn't graduate college, I assumed that this was the best that I could do. And so all I knew was work more hours, get more money. And I needed anything that I possibly could get to keep the lights on, to be able to feed my kid. I mean, I did whatever I had to do, right? So missing things like her take her first steps or little performances or being the mom that picked up her kid last and dropped her kid off first. That was me. It felt messy. And honestly, I felt like a failure as a mom. Looking back now, I know that it was just a stepping stone and it was just a season in my life. And in order for me to get to where I am now, I had to be there. But that mess that I went through, that mess helped me build a community of incredible women, incredible moms. And I wanna share with you a little more in depth of how you can do the same thing, no matter how messy your story is. I know what it's like to tell yourself things like, no one's gonna hire me, no one's gonna support me in my business, I don't have the right network, everybody I know is broke, I get it. I mean, I literally hung out with people that sold drugs to make money growing up. So why would anybody wanna join me in a network marketing business? So I had no network. I had to create a new network. And through my story, I found that I was able to connect with other women who felt the same way that I did. So if right now you're listening to this or you're reading this or you're watching this and you're like, good for you. But my story is so messy. Stick with me. I want to share with you how you can turn that beautiful mess into a message to inspire others to take action. If you would have asked me 10 years ago why you should listen to me, it probably would have been like some weird response and I probably would have choked up and I probably would have been like, cause I'm smart. It would have been like horrible, okay? Here's why you should listen to me now. I've helped thousands and thousands of women use their story, no matter how messy it was, to build a brand of their dreams, to build a community of people just like them that support them and empower them and encourage them to keep going. I was named top 10 branding coaches on Yahoo Finance two years in a row. And it's pretty crazy looking at where I came from and where I am now that this even happened. But I learned, I learned how to connect and create a community through stories. I now have a brand that literally reaches over a million humans every 30 days. That's insane. A new network of people that aren't like the gang members that I hung out with back in the day. Crazy, right? So if you've never met me before, my name is Marina Simone. I am the CEO and founder of Moms and Heels, and I teach busy moms how to slay online sales so they can also go from the cubicle to the throne. Your messy story is that perfect community. Your messy story is that magic 
magnet to attract your tribe. Community creates power, strength in numbers. Community starts with one, starts with two, starts with three, and then expands. And your story will expand into new networks if you learn to tell it right. So here's why this is important. And, you know, I say this all the time, and I don't think a lot of people understand this. So I hope you can really grasp this. But 88% of customers, people that buy, say that authentic branding and authentic messaging is what attracts them to brands. But it gets better. 46% of those customers say that they will pay more for brands they trust and love. Pay more. They already know that it's going to be more expensive to buy from that brand. I'll buy Michael Kors or I'll buy Gucci. I'll buy Louis Vuitton or I'll buy Kate Spade, right? Like people trust a brand, they will pay more for it. And here's what I want you to know. Your story builds your brand. Your story has to hit a niche. A niche is what I'm gonna break down for you and really help you identify who's the niche that you should be targeting so you can go and tell your story to that niche so it creates community, creates conversation, and helps build your business. I wanna give you an example of how important trust is. I remember when I was in my very first network marketing company. You know, now I'm top 1%, which is really weird and insane that I built an organization over 100,000 customers and distributors. It's so weird, but cool at the same time. But when I first got started in my first company back in 2012, I just wanted to be like everyone on stage. I copied as many stories as I possibly could. Instead of telling my authentic story, I kept telling everybody else's. I would get on stage or get in front and do a presentation and I wasn't being who I was. I was dressing the way I wanted to. I was dressing like I saw other people. Like, I guess I was a copycat because I just couldn't figure out what my story was going to be because I was terrified of telling the real story. So I just would copy everybody else's. And it was almost like I had this repellent on, this repellent to where people would come up to me and they would smell me and they would smell the nonsense and smell smell that it was inauthentic to me and it would literally repel them the other way. It wasn't until I sat down with one of my mentors in my very first company and she said to me, why are you afraid to tell your story? And I was like, dude, cause it is messy. Like no one's going to want to do business with me. No one's going to want to talk to me or be associated with me if they knew my past, if they knew the things that I had been involved in, if they understood the crowd that I used to hang around with. Like no one would want to do business with me. And she said to me, I used to think the same thing. And then I started telling pieces of my story and people were moved emotionally. And when people are moved emotionally, emotionally, they can connect. Emotions are the only thing that are going to help you take down walls that people have up. And you can do that through storytelling, but it has to be an authentic story. And I remember thinking, oh my God, let me just tell her. So I remember sitting there and telling her, this is why I'm afraid to tell my story. And here's what my story is. And I shared with her how I was with a leader of a gang. That leader had murdered two people in front of me at a very young age. And I had to testify against that person person who I was with for a long time, who 
literally beat the crap out of me all the time, who was horrible to me. And I was terrified. I came out on the other side, but I became a single mom. And I was literally struggling just to keep the lights on. How could I inspire someone to be better and to do more in their network marketing business and to join me if that was my story? And she said, that's just a part of your story. She said, every day your mess is going to turn into a message. You've got to identify the mess so you can turn it into a message. And in that moment, I felt a little bit come off my shoulders. And little by little, I started sharing the mess and why I chose network marketing. So instead of flashing stories that weren't mine or talking about money that I wasn't making or all the other nonsense that I did, I started to be authentic in my storytelling of why I said yes to network marketing and how, where I came from, this was one of the only opportunities I could find where no one was going to judge me, where I could be me. And boy, did that start building a community of women. So this idea of turning your mess into a message is powerful. It's going to strengthen relationships with prospects. It's going to strengthen relationships with people on your team and strengthen relationships with people you've never met before. And it's going to create opportunity. So right now, I want you to take a deep breath. If you are terrified of telling your story, trust me. I was there. I feel it. Like I literally shake and get emotional when I think about telling the story of what I was involved in when I was 18 years old because of a decision I made to date someone. It's not my most amazing moment in life. In fact, it's one of the most embarrassing moments that I ever had to go through and put my family through. But through sharing that story, I have inspired so many others to not let their past define them, not let their messy story stop them, but instead help it to push them forward into changing their life and talking about the change that they're making. Let's get into the goods now. When we think about your niche, I don't want you to freak out. I know there's a lot of gurus that are out there that are literally teaching like, you've got to have these pillars and in these pillars, you have to have X, Y, and Z. And let me just make this super simple for you. Your niche is a group of people that think like you and feel like you and act like you. That's it. Now, in those niches, there are smaller niches. People that do different things, act different things, feel different ways about certain things. We're not gonna go that deep because you don't have to go that deep to be a magnet with your stuff, with your content, with your stories, with your mess, okay? I want you to know too, like you don't just have one niche. I have lots of niches. You have lots of niches. I just want you to start with one because if you can't tell stories around one niche and you can't have a messy story that inspires someone with one, you're gonna really have a hard time doing it with many. So here we go. When you think of niches, you can think of a busy working dad. You can think of a busy working mom. You can think of a single mom who's struggling. You can think of a woman that's been through domestic violence. You can think about a woman that just doesn't feel like she's worthy. You can think about a woman who's struggling with menopause, a woman over 40 struggling with menopause. You can think about a woman who can't lose weight because she just had a baby. You can think about burp, 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 burp. so many things, right? There's so many niches that are out there and I guarantee some of you are like, oh, I connected to more than one, right? Exactly. But let's just do an exercise where we start with one. I always like to think about the relatable things in my stories. 
why. The reason I like to think about relatable things is because people relate to emotion and people are triggered by emotion. And so when they see something that they relate to, it triggers emotion, right? So when you think about relatable stuff around a working mom, maybe you think of like, okay, conversations around needing help at home or feeling like you're too weak to ask for help. That's a conversation in a niche, right? And so when you are talking to these people, right, when you're talking to this woman or this type of niche, I want you to remember though, that you only wanna speak to somebody who's one day behind you. So this is number one. Number one, when you're being relatable, don't be relatable to who you were 10 years ago. I want you to be relatable to who you were yesterday. And why do I say that? I say that because you don't wanna attract, I definitely don't wanna attract that chick that I was 10 years ago. Nope, mm -mm. no ma'am, no sir, nope. I wanna attract who I was yesterday. That's the way you can recruit up. That's the way you can build a strong community of people that are just like you. The second thing is I like to think about laugh, love, and learn. Whenever I'm having conversation, I'm creating any kind of content, I'm writing out something, I'm doing a presentation, I always want to think about how can I make someone laugh, love, and learn in my messy story, right? And so I like to list out laugh, love, and learn around a certain area. So let's start with family. So maybe you're looking at a working mom and then you're going to write family. So with family, we're going to list out what are things that we love about our family? What are things that we dislike about the family? And it doesn't mean like about our kids. It could be like about being a busy working mom. What do you dislike about it? What do you wish you could be with a working mom kind of life. What are you grateful for in your working mom life? And I want you to write those things down. And the reason I say that is because you're gonna be able to find conversations and stories within the love, dislike, wish, and grateful of a certain topic, family, or money, or relationships, or health, that's gonna relate to your niche. Okay. Now let's talk about the action. Here's the action. I want you to look at the list that you made and I want you to start incorporating those messy stories and feelings into your presentations, into your stories on Facebook and Instagram, into your reels, into your live video, into anything you do because stories sell and stories attract community. And no matter how messy you think your story is, I promise you it's going to attract humans. You know, Maya Angelou always says that people remember how you make them feel and not what you say. And I try to remember that every single day because I know that I can say a lot of things. I can spit out statistics. I can spit out what I've memorized from my company. I can spit out what I've memorized from the internet. But when somebody feels triggered emotionally by a story that you've told, no matter how messy it is, you can win a super fan for life. Super fans go find other super fans for you and build community. And I promise you, with these simple steps, you have a story that will attract someone just like you. And I guarantee over time, when you're consistent with telling your stories, your authentic stories, you will find your community just like I did.